Hi friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry with the podcast with Ashley Sleek. It's just like I showed up to your house, bottle of wine in hand with like 45 to an hour of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? Okay, before we dive into the episode, since I had had to re-edit some stuff and this episode's coming out late, that I get to add in a little tidbit here. And I just wanted to say uh, that I'm really sorry that the podcast did not come out on time. I'm really working on it. And I just, more than saying I'm sorry, I want to just say thank you and express my appreciation to everybody who listens to this podcast and, you know, has been bearing with me through, you know, Uh, not getting it posted on time or kind of the ebbs and flows of my like emotional state. You know, sometimes the episodes, you know, I'm having a tough day and they get a little darkeroo, you know, and I just feel like I'm so lucky that I even have anybody listening, choosing to listen to me talk for, you know, 45 to an hour every week. And I love doing this podcast and it just brings me so much joy and it makes me feel Like I'm getting to do something that I love and I'm getting to share something with people that I love. And I just, you know, I don't take it lightly. And it always, you know, I always feel bad when I can't necessarily get something done on time or things don't work out the way I'm hoping that they did. Um, So anyways, I just wanted to 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 hop on real quick, give a quick apology and then say, like, I'm ready for this episode And I am ready for all the bugs in my apartment to be dead. They're slowly dying. And more on that literally right here in the episode. Okay, love you. Bye. Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry with the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek. And you know, it's been a little bit of a morning uh, and a day yesterday so far. I feel that I have been working literally overtime to stay positive in the last like 48 hours. And I got to be honest with y'all, I'm a little exhausted. I'm a little exhausted, but it's just been really important to me because I'm like, God, I just don't really want to be too upset. Like, of course, I've had many a cry, let myself have a little cry, but I'm like, I just don't want to stay in that place, you know? So I have to vent a little bit and I'm so embarrassed even be like explaining to you what's going on right now because I feel like it just paints me in a light that I don't enjoy, which is an unclean person. I came home like a couple weeks ago and there was like suddenly fruit flies all over my kitchen. And as you know, I've lived in this apartment for over a year now and I've really had no bug problems. Like I've seen a very small amount of spiders. I don't really get any bugs. You know, I try really hard to keep my place clean. And I was like, where the F are these fruit flies coming from? So then, you know, I bought a fruit fly trap, whatever. Okay. So I went to San Diego this weekend. We'll talk about that later. But I came back to my car. I literally sit down. I turn on the car and suddenly I'm like, what is moving? I have never seen so many ants in my life. There's ants all throughout my car. And I'm not going to sit here and look pretty on this one. My car does definitely have little crummy crumbs in it. But I was just like, okay, One time, this is not going to help me explain that I was clean, but I'm just saying I wasn't always clean, okay? But one time when I was driving my sweet baby car, the Ford Focus, I spilled an entire smoothie in there and I did not clean it up. Like I didn't clean it up for a long time and I didn't get a single ant or bug in that car, but I, I have never in my life seen ants in a car. Like, have you? Cause I, I was flabbergasted. I call my dad. I'm like, what the shit? So anyways, so now I'm parked on this ant hill. I don't have any bug spray in my car because why would I so I'm killing them with trying to kill them with sunscreen and like you know pushing them down 
And I'm like, oh, my God, I just got off a flight. You know how exhausting it is. You know, I just got off a flight and like, OK, whatever. So, you know, I run to Target. I like do my grocery shopping at Trader Joe's and then I run to Target. I get bug spray and I'm like, great. I sprayed all my car. Smells like absolute ass. And then I'm like, OK, I'll take my car in to get it cleaned the next day. So I wake up at like 7 a.m. to be the first person at this car wash get my car washed. They did an okay job for something that cost me like $50. I was like, I'm not super impressed. Like the walls, like the, my mirror, my front mirror has a bunch of spray basically on it from the bug spray and it's not clean. The doors weren't clean. I had to ask them to vacuum my like center console. It was just a mess. And I sure enough, I get in my car. You guys, I'm not even joking. A little, a little ant just runs across the top. And I was like, I, could kill somebody. So then I was like, no, I'm going to stay positive. It's fine. It was one ant. He escaped. The car is clean. My car looks great now. I've been wanting to get it done. And, you know, I've just been putting it off because I wanted it wasn't like in the budget, you know, and I'm like, it's fine. It's all going to be fine. So, you know, I go out. I have a good day. I saw the otter yesterday, whatever. Today's Tuesday morning as I'm recording. Uh, when I saw the otter, we had lunch and I was like, this is my day where I'm like, gonna you know decorate and I'm like deep cleaning this apartment you know like vacuuming which we all know I hate I'm vacuuming I'm scrubbing I'm like cleaning off all the surfaces which I tend to do like I vacuum probably you know once every three but I do wipe everything down usually every week it's like part of my Sunday reset and I go and then I start doing my meal prep I go to open the window and I can't believe my eyes I cannot believe my eyes there are and I counted and I'm not exaggerating there were 12 flies just sitting in the window and I was like what the shit and so then I'm like okay whatever I'm like I will address this problem later because then I'm cooking and suddenly my power goes out and it wasn't but it was only like the outlets like all of my lights were still on but like all my outlets went out and I was like what is this and I call my dad I'm like is this normal also knowing for damn sure that like of course, I wasn't charging my phone, even though this is like one of my big things is the reason I try to keep my phone charged all the time. because I'm always afraid the power is going to go out because trauma. And, um, you know, I didn't have I didn't have that. And I was like, my phone's dying. But I just need to know if this is like normal. Like, did I do something wrong? Like, I feel like if I blew a fuse, all the lights would be out. So I call my landlord and they're like, yep, you can't have your microwave and your AC unit on the same time. And I was like, I don't know how I would have known that, but OK. So, you know, I do that. I clean up my meal prep and now I'm like dodging flies, which nothing to me seems sounds more disgusting. <laughs> well, there are a couple other things like if at least they're not spiders, but like dodging flies while you're cooking. I was like, what is happening? And it's getting late, by the way. It's like 730 at this time, eight o'clock. And I'm just exhausted. I've been cleaning the house all day, just at every turn fighting for my life to stay positive. And these flies are just like the final straw. I'm like, I just, I feel, because I feel disgusting, right? Because I had fruit flies, I had ants, and now I have fly flies. And they're like big booty flies. Like these are chunky and I hate them. And so I'm just like, oh my God, am I dirty? Like, I feel so disgusting. I feel like I clean all the time. I shower all the time. Like, I'm so confused. I read a couple articles this morning. It might be I had I bought like a cheap trash can from like Target and it says maybe I need a more sealed one. So I'm going to look into that today. And it's like none of this thing. None of these things were in the budget, but it's fine because like I just want to live comfortably in the 
overpriced apartment with no dishwasher or air conditioning or washer and dryer that I pay for. So then I was like, you know what? We're all about staying calm and finding solutions. So I DoorDash myself because at this point, like my ankles are swollen. I'm like, I cannot get out of this bed. So I DoorDash myself a fly trap and I'm like, everything's going to be okay. Plug in this fly trap. I go to sleep. There's four bugs in my bedroom and I'm like, I don't even care. Like the fly trap will get them. I wake up, didn't kill a single one. Didn't kill a single one. And I come out, and I'm not going to lie, I know it sounds crazy. I come out of my room, I just see it, and I had woken up early. I My alarm was set for 4.45. I got up at like 5, so I did snooze a little. But I still got up at 5. And I like did my hair and all this stuff, and I was like, okay, I'm ready to record the podcast. I'll go for a walk, and hopefully I'll get some drilling in. I walked out, and I just sobbed. Like I was having a full panic attack. <laughs> Because I was just like, God, I am trying so hard because this is my season and I just want so badly to be happy and enjoy it. And I'm like, why won't this apartment just let me be happy? I have a small theory that like that, like somebody knows that I'm I'm trying to leave. And so they're like, let's make it worse or they want me out. So they're cutting off my power and they're sneaking bugs into my apartment. But like. I don't know. I read all these instructions and it was like, OK, well, put it where the flies are. And I'm like, but the flies are all over my apartment. Like they're everywhere. So I thought it would make the most sense for it to be in the living room. And I can't get over that. They're like flying at me now. I was like, OK, well, how am I going to record the podcast with these flies flying at me? But then they've been like stable. They've just been sitting on the wall. So I was like, OK, I can do this. But they're active now. So anyways, I put it in the living room thinking that it was going to work. By the way, I'm sorry. I just have to bring this part up. This stupid fly trap thing cost me $45 and it itself was $30, but I had to DoorDash it. So then I had to get to a certain place. It had to be like 30 bucks, $35 for it to be free ship, free delivery because delivery was like seven bucks, you know? So then I, I was like, you know what? I'm always in need of saltine crackers. Got saltine crackers, didn't quite match it. And I was like, you know what? At this point, I'm gonna get myself a little treat. So I did like a sorbet, uh, ice cream, uh, raspberry sorbet ice cream kind of thing. Ended up being like, I don't know, 45 bucks or whatever. And I was like, this is so ridiculous. But whatever, it's peace of mind. Like I'm spending money to like have a clean apartment. It's all good. And then it just didn't work. So now I have it in the kitchen. Nobody, none of these flies seem to care about it. It's got this big old light on. It's supposed to be attracting them. I don't know. I just I am at a total loss. And I read all these like, OK, what's a kitchen remedy I can just do? I don't know. I don't just have apple cider vinegar on hand. Maybe I should. I just don't. OK, none of the things are like cloves, cayenne pepper. And I was like, what do you do if you're just the whitest be alive and you don't own any spices? Like, I don't <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so screwed. And it's just I am so honestly uncomfortable and I'm like I don't want to sit here and you know be a little Debbie Downer but like have you ever just been like <laughs> I just want so badly to be positive and then everything in life is like I'm a test you girl that that's how I feel right now I feel like I'm fighting for my life to be positive because that's just how I want to feel right now that's it's not me trying to be toxic positivity I just like genuinely I'm like I have been feeling not good over the last couple months and I just it's fall and my pumpkins are out and I just want to experience that j level of joy and the universe is coming for me. But you know what? It's going to be OK. Here's my game plan. I moved it to the kitchen. Maybe it's because I'm in here that they know and now they're f swarming. I'm going to leave this one on. 
I might, I think I'm going to come home at lunch, see if it worked. And if it didn't, then, um, you know, I'll go back to work. And when I'm off, you know, the otter's coming tonight. And if I think it's that bad, I'm going to be like, listen, we might need to go to Oakland. Or I'm just going to go to a store and you know what? It's fine. Like if I can sacrifice a little bit of moolah to get, you know, a nicer trash can and as many fly traps as it takes, I am going to kill every single one of these flies. And I mean that in the most sunshine and positive way. These guys are going down. I am going to protect my fall vibes. These people, these flies are not going to take me down. Okay, you know what? I, I managed to fix the breakers. I put my power back on. Now I know no microwave and AC unit at the same time. Fine, fine. I'm going to look. I'm going to snoop through. I'm going to see where these guys are coming in. And I'm going to seal a hole or whatever's happening. And I am just going to make this work because you know what? I am in no mood to be upset about this. Like, I just want to be happy. So you know what? I'm going to be happy. I'm going to choose that this is going to just work. Okay. I've already had my panic attack. I've had my cry. She's done her thing. And you know what? Now I'm just going to boss up and handle it. These flies are going down. Okay. And so I, w- I decided when I came out here and I was, I was crying, I was like, just go for the walk, get outside and go for the walk. So I went for the walk and I decided to put on At first, I just put on music and then I was like, you know what? I think I just need a podcast. So I put on Carol Alwyn's podcast. Um, I believe is it called The Champagne Diet? I can't totally remember, but I love this podcast. I've talked about it on here a few times. I've read uh, her book, Girl on Fire. I need to go back and read the other ones, but I've got a couple. I've had more books in the queue right now than I think I've ever had. And I was like, I think I just need to get into reading then. Um, so anyways, you know, I'll, I'll go back and, and read a couple more of hers. But she made this comment and this is totally pivoting. I'm done talking about the flies and sadness. I want to talk about her point about social media really quick, because I have been somebody who constantly advocates for for social media. And I mean that from an adult standpoint. I cannot speak to the kids version. I am. It it freaks me out to know, you know, I get scared for my nieces because, you know, people were mean. I got bullied in school and, you know, I can't imagine that following me back from social media. I'm hoping and I'm putting my faith that Gen Z is a different generation and they're going to make the world better place. And that's that's my stance. But there's something about what she said about social media that I wanted to share with you all because It was so enlightening to me because I think that, you know, social media gets talked about so negatively a lot. And it's like I am comparing myself. There's all these people in my feed and all these things. You know, I'm seeing news stories and all this stuff that's really, really bad and hurtful. And she made a point where she was like, you know, social media can be a really a safe place if you make it such. And what she was talking about was she's like, you know, I just unfollowed like a bunch of accounts or muted a bunch of accounts and just filled my feed with writers. Right now, she really wants to uh, write a book of essays. And so she changed her feed to be, you know, comedy and things like that, because that's that's what she was looking for. And she's like, you know, then your algorithm picks up on that. And of course, every once in a while, there's things on social media you can't can't avoid. But I think that this is like quietly what I've been doing and not really realizing like my social media feed my Instagram. If you go to my discover page, pretty much it's like it is Vanderpump Rules news because obviously, but it's also dogs and inspirational quotes. And you'll see every once in a while I share a quote 
on my Instagram story, if you don't follow me yet, at Ashley Slake Baby, uh, but <laughs> two E's. So I, you know, I kind of curated my way through that. And with TikTok, it's it's similar. Like I see a lot of other podcasters and she had said on here and I already know it's a slippery slope to comparison, you know, but it's also just nice to see other people who are passionate about podcasting and what they're doing. And, you know, it, it kind of inspires me to do more and get into it and, you know, like know that, hey, I'm a podcaster, too. I can hang with these people. So, you know, it's it's kind of interesting because where social media it does 1000 percent have its absolute negativity, you know, with comments and things people are posting. It can also be a tool of inspiration and good vibes if you curate it as such. So it's kind of just a balance of both. And I just thought it was really interesting the way she put it. And I just thought I would like share it all with you. Also, this is like kind of a sad point, but I have to bring it up because it was crazy. So I put my uh, phone on shuffle. I'm a big shuffle girly. I think we've talked about this many times. I love putting my phone on shuffle and just letting her ride. But OK, this is for my Glee people and probably my Glee people only, because if you know, you know, the first song that came on my shuffle was Run to You by Leah Michelle. And the second one was To Make You Feel My Love Glee version. I'm just going to pause there for the Gleeks because you will know. But for my non-Gleeks, let me explain that first song. Leah Michelle written about Corey Monteith. Second song, Leah Michelle's song she sang on like on the last episode of Glee for Corey Monteith. And I'm like, what? For those of you who really don't know, Corey Monteith used to play Finn on Glee. And then Leah Michelle played Rachel Berry. And they're the, you know, the show follows their love story and is an, an assistance to a lot of other like stories, obviously. And then they got married in real life. And then unfortunately, Corey Monteith passed away and they were like engaged. So it's I believe they are engaged. I might have just made that up. But in my mind, they were engaged. So anyways, these were just two like sad songs. And I was like, what in the world? How did that happen? So anywho, um, on a positive note, I am decorated for fall. OK, and it looks good in here. There's a couple things I think I um, I don't need, but would like. Um, I realize that I have a lot of pumpkins and nobody is upset about that. I love that for her. But I do think maybe I should get some like ghosties to kind of like put around if I find extra budget. But one of the things I really want to do when you walk into my apartment, there's four frames and I actually designed all the artwork that's in those frames. And I just want you to know it's nothing like don't get too impressed. OK, it's nothing that fancy, but it's really cute. It's got it's basically like three quotes and one picture of Scooby Doo. And I wanted to redesign some some like Halloween ones. So I did that uh, yesterday when I just needed a break and to calm down. I designed a couple. Oh, actually, sorry, that was Sunday. Not that it matters to you, but Sunday I had a rot day um, when I got back from San Diego and I just basically slept all day and hibernated. So uh, one of the things I did was I designed a couple of these these things and I was really excited about them. Uh, I'm not sure, you know, if I want to get them printed, but I'm thinking about it. I think it'd be a really fun ad. You know what I mean? So anyways, I think it looks beautiful in here and I'm ready for the fall. I'm wearing my brown sweater today. She's she's excited. And uh, I'm hoping to post a couple TikToks. I posted one TikTok about it that you can see, but I'm holding off because I want to see if I'll get the uh, the pictures painted out and printed out and then I will you know, update that. But it's fall, baby. And I'm, I'm really excited. I talked about this last week, but I just want you to know that the otter and I did go for our painting date and I just loved it. We went to this little like pottery painting place in downtown Willow Glen. 
uh, he painted a little alligator um, for me and I painted a pumpkin and we get to go pick them up today. I'm very excited. I'm a little stressed not to talk about the, the flies again, but the whole plan for me today was to cook for him and I was going to do the little baby gnocchi from Trader Joe's with pesto, chicken apple sausage, and I bought the cheesy breadsticks, which I've never had, but they seem like they'd be really good. And I was just really excited to finally cook for him because I've been saying for weeks that I was going to. And every time he comes over, I'm just like too lazy and I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so, uh, you know, today was the day, but I'm like, oh, I don't know about all this. Like, I'm not cooking and feeding him in a kitchen that's infested with flies. It's disgusting. So, Anywho, um, I'm excited to get our crafts today. You can see a little preview on my Instagram. I added it to my uh, August slideshow. So real cute. I uh, want to talk about my trip to San Diego this weekend. So much fun. So I went to go visit my girlfriend, Karishma, in her new place. It was so stinking cute. It was so cute. It was just the most beautiful little spot. And she had the best Hawker walk path. We had such a day of activity and I just honestly loved it. I loved it so much. So we got up early. We went for a hot girl walk and then um, I was working on Friday. So I worked and then uh, she went to the gym and we were we got off early for work. So then her and I did mini golf and then we did pickleball and then we did lacrosse. And I just have to say, we still got it. I was like, should we try? Like, should we do a little pass and throw? It was so natural. Oh, because Krishna played lacrosse with me in case you didn't know in college. So we were both Seawolves. Shout out. And uh, we played lacrosse together for about three years. And uh, we were both offense. So, you know, spent a lot. Well, I played midfield and then offense. But anyways, none of that's important. All to say that we still got it. She was wonderful. It was so great. And oh, my gosh, it just gave me such nostalgia. And honestly, like, I just had so much fun doing active social things, you know, and I just really, really enjoyed that aspect. Like we were doing a little pickleball. It wasn't like we we weren't really trying to, you know, like hit it so the other person couldn't get it and score and stuff. It was more like we were just, you know, hitting it back and forth with each other and kind of talking while we were doing it and like still running around. Don't get me wrong. I was breaking a sweat and it was just so, so fun. And I really just loved that energy and, you know, just getting to be social and just really be active as well. Because like, listen, I don't always like, I don't always love working out. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, we know that. And doing it in a way with a friend, because I think like working out the friend to me gets like kind of a bad rep where I'm like, I don't want to go to the gym with somebody. That sounds like a nightmare to me. Like I really, I, I don't totally want that. But, you know, going for a hot girl walk together, playing pickleball together, you know, uh, mini golfing or just going the driving range, bowling, like active things like that, taking a workout class together. I think that kind of sounds fun. Like, you know, I think there's aspects of working out together and being active that just, you know, was really great. One of the hard parts, though, about us um, playing was the fact that there was these U's, um, just a couple street U's that literally would not stop. We were on the tennis court and there was a whole parking lot. Like these kids were just on their bikes riding around. And I was like, I'm just not understanding why these kids couldn't ride around in like anywhere. The streets that were open, like the parking lot, you know, they chose to just circle us while we were playing 
lacrosse. And honestly, like I kept messing up because I was getting so nervous about hitting them because it's a harder ball, you know, and it was just so annoying. And I have to say this. I think what happened, I used to be someone who was always like kids are annoying. Okay. And then I got these sweet nieces and nephews and they softened me. They softened me. They made me believe that uh, that the youths are the best. Okay. But then I met these youths and I was like, I'm not convinced anymore. I'm not convinced. So that's on all my friends for having these cute kids. And obviously my sister for having these cute kids that make that, you know, change my mind about the kids. And I'm like, Ugh. you know, maybe it's just one of those things where I love my own kids. But they weren't like that bad. Yeah, I, it, you know, listen, I would rather them go outside and have fun and enjoy their lives than be yelled at by some crazy millennial who was like, get off my tennis court, which I absolutely did not do. Um, but I just thought it was really funny. And then uh, the next day on Saturday, we went to brunch. I got to meet one of Kirchman's friends, Carrie. She was so freaking wonderful. I loved her so much. You just love a girl's morning. You know what I mean? So we did brunch, which, of course, and there was a breakfast shot on the menu. It was Jameson and butterscotch schnapps chased with sun, with sunny. I keep saying sunny light, but it was orange juice. Maybe that's just me wanting a little sunny day. Um, but I I don't know. Like, Kirschman's like, this sounds good. And then and Carrie's like, yeah, we should order them. And then Kirschman's like, you know, Ashley probably won't do it. And I was like, I won't. I don't do shots. Like, they make me really sick. I'm not into it. But then the bartender was like, we're really not going to get one. I was like, I don't know. Let's do it. And then I was like, I'll just take a sip. And then because we thought it was going to be combined like a shooter, but it wasn't. It was like the alcohol and then the orange juice. And I was like, I'll just take a sip just to try it out of curiosity. And suddenly, next thing I know, I'm like taking a shot. And you know what? It really did. They said it's supposed to taste like breakfast. And it did taste kind of like maple syrup and waffles or pancakes or something. It was really strange. And out of just straight curiosity, it was for science as far as I'm concerned. So um, we did that. It was really fun. And I took a shot for the first time in like years, you know. Well, actually, that's not true. The last time I took a shot, um, obviously, was when I did the fantasy football draft and I drafted the defense first, which I still think was was a good move. Not the first, not my first round. I drafted the 49ers in like the seventh or eighth round because nobody else was. So I was like, why not just get a good defense? Like I've got a good like chunk of wide receivers and and whatever. And I have Travis Kelsey. Like, let's just get the defense. But whatever. You know what? I don't have to explain my fantasy football strategy to you until I do well and win. And then I'll be like, see, see, look at that. Uh, anywho, I so then we uh, decided after brunch, which was so delish, we went to Stone Brewery and we did a brewery tour, which was so fun. I haven't done a brewery tour in so long. And they gave you like beer along the way. And it was just such a good vibe. And then we went to one last place and had a couple more drinks. And um, also uh, Christmas husband and Carrie's boyfriend joined. So it was great to see them and hang out. And we just had like a really good time. One of the things that cracked me up about the brewery tour, though, was at the end, um, you know, everybody we it ends in the gift shop. So, you know, everyone's kind of shopping around. I'm like, OK, I'm not going to I'm not going to shop, you know, and we go to leave. And I was talking with Charisma. And listen, we're both shoppers. We're just both. We're just shopaholics. You know, it's the truth. And I was like, did you did you look in there? I was like, they did have like a 50 percent off wall. So it's kind of interesting. She's like, <gasps> A 50% off wall. Like, we got to go back and look. So, we, like, went back and looked, right? And then I was like, okay, Ashley, like, you don't need to buy anything, whatever. And I walk away and I see her at the register out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, well, she got something. And listen, I got this maroon shirt because um, it was really cute and it was folly. And you know what? It was $15 and it was originally like 
No, sorry. It was $12. It's originally like 26. So, you know, a little souvenir. But then I checked my bank account at the next place and I was like, all right, <laughs> no more of that. We're not doing that anymore. Like we got to pay rent. So anyways, it just was ended up being uh, it's just such a wonderful weekend. And I'm so grateful for Charisma for for hosting me. I truly had such a good and amazing time. And I just it was it was amazing. It was wonderful. And I loved it so much. And I am excited uh, to to make a comeback down there soon. It was it truly was beautiful. And I saw like a million dogs when we were hawker walking. And I was like, honestly, I don't need anything else in my life. It's just the best. One of my favorite things to do with my friends is just sit there and give each other some life advice. Like we have such meaningful conversations and I always feel better after having a conversation with them. So I wanna bring that love and compassion and advice to you all. We are doing Ashley's advice right here on the podcast and you can submit any question to me so easily. Just click the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek, Ashley with two E's of course, on Instagram and on TikTok and I will be answering your questions right here on the podcast. You can do wedding questions or any sort of life questions and they'll be answered on both I'm Sorry What and I'm Sorry What Weddings. I just want you all to know that I've heard the rumors like you about Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner and I'm just having a hard time believing it at all and I don't want to. I just don't want to. If you haven't heard, like people are saying they're heading for a divorce and I'm like, no, I'm invested in them and I'm invested in the Jonas Sisters trio. So I just can't go there. I just can't go there. I'm convinced that's not going to happen. Um, Julie and I are actually seeing the Jonas Brothers uh, next week. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to see Sophie Turner there. I'm just convinced. I'm convinced she's going to fly to Sacramento, California. She's going to be there and all is going to be well. That's that's a delusion that I'm choosing to live in. And just let me be there. You know what I mean? <laughs> OK, so I have the unique ability this round that I didn't get the podcast out on time. So now I get to add a little. It's like going back in time with Ashley a little bit. So obviously we just heard me absolutely denying the Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas breakup. But now we are all very much aware that it's super real. And listen, babes, I have dived into the TikToks. I didn't want I wanted to avoid it. But the algorithm said, hey, girl, listen up. We're going to be talking about this today. So they said they did a joint statement, said it's an amicable split after wonderful years of marriage. But there have been all these rumors around. OK, so I watched this lady. I honestly can't remember her name, but she's like a PR specialist. And she was saying that anytime she hears something that has like a quote unquote source, she always just assumes it's coming from that camp. So basically, people are saying that Joe Jonas is trying to paint Sophie Turner in this light, that she's a partier and all this stuff. But E.T. Canada entered the chat on this one. They posted recently a clip from like a 2020, 2021 interview where Sophie talks about how she really likes to stay in and she's a homebody, but Joe loves to go out and party. And, you know, this is her dream of being basically trapped in the house with him. So listen, it could honestly just be as simple as these are two people who really thought that they could make it work. And in reality, this aren't each other's soulmates. It's so hard for me to believe because they look like besties and I believe in love. But you know what? I also believe in soulmates. And maybe it's just as simple as they weren't soulmates. And maybe we don't need to look into it too much. Maybe I don't want to look into it because it makes me sad. OK, now back to the episode. OK, so for the Ashley's advice segment, it's really interesting because I had this story and at first I was going to tell it this very certain way. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? 
I think this should be more of an advice. I want to talk to you about how I came to it in a full like 360 moment. Okay, or maybe in 180. I don't know. Anyways, we're not doing math here. So I like this happened a couple months ago. I was staying in Oakland and in typical, I feel like in almost every relationship, someone's a planner and someone's not a planner. You know what I mean? And they find each other and they match and they web and it, it's all great. So uh, it was a day where after work, I was going to be going to the Otter's Place, basically. And then at the last minute, as we're leaving the door, because he's staying at my place, he's like, well, I, you know, you could stay the night. And I, you know, I hadn't stayed the night yet there. And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm running through the apartment, grabbing, you know, my stuff because I'm like, I'll have to go straight from work and I need to like have my clothes, whatever. And I ended up forgetting pajamas. And I was like so upset about this because I am aware that the Otter is smaller than me okay and I was like I've seen the memes I've seen it and it's like there's nothing worse than when your man's sweatshirt doesn't fit or fits perfectly or your man's clothes don't fit they fit perfectly and as a bigger girl growing up I have never been some of you might have looked at me growing up and like she wasn't overweight like you know whatever to me I was bullied for my weight I feel felt uncomfortable with my weight I've always felt I was always like in my eyes, I've always been the bigger friend. Like, it's just been hard. And I've been very insecure about my weight for years. And I'm not saying I'm not now. Like, she's still on the journey. What do we say here on the podcast? It's a climb. So anyways, you know, it was like all these memes and things were rushing in. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be horrifying. I'm going to feel like the like a stuffed sausage in his clothes. And anyways, he hands me a pair of pajamas and, you know, a sweatshirt is specifically a really, you know, it looks so cute on him. It's my favorite sweatshirt on him, but it's also like an Ashley color. It's like a brown, you know, hoodie fall color. And I put it on and it fit me literally perfectly. And I was like, oh, my God, look, your clothes fit me perfectly and blah, blah, blah. And as I'm like going on this rant, thinking that I'm just being like self-deprecating all this stuff, I look over at him and like he's feeling guilty now, like Now he feels guilty, you know, and he's not saying anything to me. I can just feel it, you know, and he doesn't know what to say, you know, because he's like, I don't you know, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you're beautiful. You know, he's giving me all the reassurance. And I'm like, I am making him feel bad because I fit in his sweatshirt. And of course, immediately, you know, I'm like I said, I'm rushed into what I have been trained to think this whole time that that is shameful, that that is embarrassing, that that is a horrible thing. Okay, now let me take it from another perspective. Okay, I then I'm seeing how it's kind of hurting, you know, his feelings a little bit because he doesn't know what to say. Now he thinks it's like his fault that he's like a skinny legend when I should be thinking, hold on, actually, I've also been told for years, for years through the media, through mean people, that like through my own mean ass brain that, oh, I have to lose weight to find a man. No one's going to love me the way I look with my body. Like nobody's going to like me like this. And here I am fitting into the same damn sweatshirt as a man who's literally just telling me how beautiful I am. So why, why am I feeling so much shame about this? He likes me for what I look like right now. And listen, I'm still, I'm on my own fitness journey because I, I am not totally comfortable in my body. I'd like to be. And it's 
a really big health thing for me. Like, I'm just trying to do everything in my control to never end up back in a hospital again. She can't afford it, okay? She's trying to buy more clothes. I cannot girl math my way through a hospital bill. You know what I mean? So anyways, I'm just sitting here feeling all this shame in the moment and then making him feel bad. And then I'm sitting here like, but why? Why am I feeling this awful? Why am I letting everybody tell me that this is embarrassing, that this is horrible? Like, yes, it's not. It it wasn't the most comfortable feeling. But you know what? He let me keep the sweatshirt. He was like, that sweatshirt's your now, so you can have it high school style. We love that shit. I didn't have a high school boyfriend. I Okay, that's sorry. That's unfair. I had a high school birth- boyfriend for like a month. Okay, we have talked about him on the podcast. But, you know, I never had that cute moment where you got to bring like the sweatshirt home, you know, in high school. And, and, and I know I'm old now, but it was just this moment of like, I want you to have this and I want you to feel good in it. And, you know, I put it on yesterday morning when I went for uh, a hawker walk and I wore it to the hospital when I went to get a hospital sounds really dramatic but when I went to go get my IV treatment and it made me feel comfortable and it reminded me like you know that there's somebody out there that cares about me you know what I mean and there's somebody out there who thinks that I'm pretty and attractive and good looking on days where I don't right so that's one part But the most important part was me getting to the point where I'm like, this isn't something I need to feel shamed about. I am so tired of waking up every single morning and being like, God, I hate my body, right? And I'm on this path to like getting better. So why am I letting something so small, so little of of just, wow, the otter sweatshirt perfectly fits me derail me like this now i have a cute ass hoodie that thing looks cute as hell you see me i honestly i was gonna take my podcast pictures in the sweatshirt because i thought it was so cute but um it was too hot outside uh, i'm in a long sleeve though the pictures for this episode are cute i was prepared i did it on sunday but anyways i would just wanted to say this because I think that there's things that people tell us we should feel bad about all the time there are things that people tell you you should feel bad about and you should feel bad about I'm telling you right now that nobody should be wearing a fedora in 2023. Okay, listen, I get to express your style, but I don't think you should be wearing one. But, uh, you know, but on the reels, there's things like, I don't know, don't be a dick. Don't be racist. Let people marry who they want to marry. That kind of stuff. Okay, you can tell people how to live their lives in that route. Okay, but no one should make you feel shameful about something that you don't necessarily feel shameful about, you know? And when you do feel that you're in a bad place with your body or you do feel like something's making you feel lesser than, then it's important to sit down, think about it, address it, and figure out how you're gonna make your way through it. Because I honestly could have let that incredibly derail me, you know? But in that moment, I was like, why do I wanna feel so much shame over the fact that someone that I like and care about and means so much to me is giving me a gift, giving me something of his, some, something that I can like cherish and wear. And it's in the fall color. He understands a color palette. So I think I just wanted to share that story because originally I was like, oh my God, this is gonna be my, I'm so, I literally said to him, I was like, this is gonna be my, my, I'm sorry, what moment? I'm having that moment where like, oh my God, I, I like, I fit in my, in my partner's clothes. This is so embarrassing, blah, 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 blah. And in reality, you know what? I should just be grateful that I have a partner to share clothes with because damn, we all know that I've been on a journey, 
Okay, we've been on a dating journey and I do not take it lightly that I found somebody who makes me feel so wonderful and amazing. And I don't take it lightly that I've done all this work on myself to feel better and better and better as I look in the mirror. And I know this is going to be, like I said, a climb. It's going to take a little time, but it's important that these moments end up staying a little positive instead of completely and totally negative. You know what I mean? Okay, so want to get into the I'm sorry, what moment of the week, because I feel like this is a shared experience and I just need to know if it is at least Christian and I feel the same way. But why is the word sure low key the worst word on the planet? Like why is sure absolutely awful? If somebody says sure to me, the way my body like immediately gets into a panic attack I don't know what is. Ensure period could not be worse. Like, I'm sorry, what? This is just a word. But why does it enact such a emotional response? Like, sure is just I feel like you stabbed me. I really do. I really do. I feel like sure just gives this vibe. And it's hard because I've also used sure, but I didn't mean it in this way. And I'm like, but I I know how I feel. Why am I still using this word? But it's like, it's a normal word to use. But something about sure, just I'm like, are you mad at me? Are you mad at me? Do you not want to do it? Like sure to me gives the connotation that's like, yeah, I mean, okay, I'll do it. And it's like, are you upset about it? Do you not want to do it? Literally, I was talking to Krishma about this because something happened. And like, I think we were talking with Cody or something. And, and this came up. And I was like, the otter literally said sure to me the other day. I was like, hey, does this time work for you? And he said, sure. And I called him. I was like, are you upset? Are you mad? Are you do you not want to do it? And he's like, what in the world? And I was like, it's me. I'm the problem. Like, I 1000% know I'm the problem on this. But also, sure is a nightmare word. Sure is an absolute nightmare word. And please just say, I think I'll take OK. I'm a, I'm aware that K is also bad. But for me, I think sure is the worst. I just, I don't know what it is, but sure makes, sends me into a pure panic. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's like, I didn't watch the Brady Bunch, but you know, they're like, sure, Jan, or what was that? Was that the quote? And maybe that just sent trauma, like generational trauma through us. That sure is this like passive aggressive word, but I don't know. It just truly, it truly stresses me out. I don't know what to tell you. I just love you so much. And I'm so happy that we have this podcast together, that we get to share this moment. And you know what? If you have any fly remedies that you want to DM me, please do. Also, I'm going to post, uh, I think today I'm going to repost it. I'm probably posted it today as I'm talking, but whatever. Anyways, I'm going to do I'm Sorry What Weddings this week. I'm going to be solo again. So I'd love for you all to be my co-host and send me a couple things that you want to hear about. I promise I'm going to get back on my shit and have guests soon. But you know what? For now, it's just it's a hang with Ash. So uh, let me know what you want to hear about on I'm Sorry What Weddings. DM me on Instagram or on TikTok at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's, of course. Don't forget, I've got my Amazon storefront up. You can check that out. Link in the bio on both platforms. And of course, if you're rising dress shopping or just guest shopping or anything like Azazi's got you hooked up and I've got a $2 off code in my bio as well. So you know what? She's got to hustle. I don't want to tell you. I got to pay for these damn fly traps. So help a sister out. OK, I love you so much. Don't forget to subscribe and download. I think that's all I'm asking of you of these million things. I'm like, OK, don't forget, do this, do this, do this. But honestly, at the end of the day, the fact that you're listening to the podcast is truly all I need. I'm so happy that you're here. You chose to spend time with me. So thank you so much. I love you and I will talk to you soon. OK, bye.